0: Choices to You, we offer a large variety of restaurants to choose from, hot food delivered to your home or office. Whether you like Italian, Mexican, Thai, wings or burgers, at Choices to You, we have you covered for lunch or dinner. Choices to You, visit us online at choicestoyou.com or call 678-691-4541 in North Fulton or 678-765-8989 in Gwinnett. Eat out without going out
1: broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio in the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for the Tiffany Crewman Show. The Tiffany Crewman Show is presented by ChoicesToYou.com, the official restaurant delivery service of Business Radio X. Let ChoicesToYou.com bring the restaurant to you. Greetings and salutations, everybody. This is Stephen Julian, and if you are listening live, that means that you are here at 1 o'clock on Friday afternoon inside the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Hotel. We are broadcasting live from the Subaru Gwinnett Studios, and it is the Tiffany Crewman Show. Hey, Tiffany. Hi. (laughs) I wanted to let everybody else know that uh, we also are here in front of a fantastic lunch. Brought to us today by choices to you.com as it's mm-hmm. brought every week. But today, something is different. Yes. Now, for those of you that follow Tiffany uh, on uh, Facebook, you notice that one of the things we did differently was we actually showed you how to get delivery from choice2.com. How easy it is to go on there and order a meal, right? Mm -hmm. Well, today we're going to teach you something different. And today specifically, I want to talk to the business owners. I want to talk to the people that make the businesses run. There are times where you need a caterer, correct? Yes. Well, rather than trying to do all your due diligence and all your research of trying to find the right caterer, choices to you. Schools are starting back. Schools, churches, Mm -hmm. groups, uh, red
0: anybody wine. that needs food there you go. <laughs> especially
1: <of> <laughs> if you need a caterer weddings all that kind of stuff use choicestou.com you.com uh, caters and they yes. use local caterers today uh, we had lunch delivered by uh, Colette Caters uh, Chef Lindsay Colette brought us chicken and waffles
0: I've never had chicken and waffles well like you said I've had chicken and waffles but I've never had it together
1: You have when you have it together you call it chicken and waffles mm-hmm. so you've had chicken and you've mm-hmm. had waffles but now you've had chicken and waffles. It's
0: good. It's fantastic. Like one of those sweet and sour things. Where you awesome. got to combine two different things. It's I good. love it.
1: Fantastic. Very good. Um, so thank you very much to Choices to you and and thank you to Collect Caters. Uh, it's fantastic. We love it, and I can't wait to cater my next event. I'll use them. Yep, me too. So Tiffany, we are here to talk business. Yes. How's business going for you? Good. 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 good, good. Really and good. And you uh, are very excited. I, you know, this is normally where we kind of breakdowns and things talked about some things but i think you are like so excited to get to our guest yes that there's really not much you want to say about your yeah, business right no. now because uh-huh. we are oh, no. uh we <laughs> we're in the presence of uh of a fantastic guest who's going to teach us a lot about yes, startups and things like that so i'll
0: nice. let you do the introduction he is changing the game with startups and it's, it's very exciting well he's oh, he's starting oh, no. to <laughs> no pressure <laughs> yeah, his name is Mark Hubbard, and Mark has two different initiatives that we're going to talk about. But I guess we'll start with Ign- ignite headquarters, correct?
2: Ignite HQ, and yes.
0: HQ, okay. So I've lengthened that. But yeah. so, ignite Mark, welcome HQ. to the show.
2: Thank you very much. It's an Fan- honor to be here.
1: Fantastic. So what?
2: What a voice, huh? Yeah.
1: I believe uh, <laughs> the phrase
2: "dulcet up. tones" was used. That's right. So, um. And the face <laughs> for radio. <laughs>
1: I get a dollar every time somebody says that about me.
2: <laughs> Do you? So I'm a rich man.
1: Um, so uh, Ignite HQ, tell everybody uh, what that is.
2: So Ignite, um, Ignite was started a, f- a few years ago um, by sort of a wide group of stakeholders. I- I've only been on board for a few months, but um, but the organization has been in existence for several years. I- I, look, I think the original idea was, um, uh, uh, is-, is there space for um, a-, a university-tied um, institution, right? Mm-hmm. A USG-tied institution. Um that can support sort of the broader business community in general in an area where that had never happened before. So you know specifically through the Cobb Chamber, mm-hmm. and through you know Kennesaw State University, now the second, third largest institution in the state, and now a now a research institution. And so there's fantastic work that goes on, you know Tech Square and GTRI and ATDC, and mm-hmm. um, often in a very sort of thin slice of highly scalable tech. And so was there the possibility for um, for that ecosystems in specific, and maybe even broader let's say, in the region in general, um, to have an institution that functions sort of like what I call a keystone species, right? So within the ecosystem, tries to web the resources together so much that, that we build so much value into the whole thing that at some point, if you pulled us out, it would all fall apart.
0: Okay. Well, Done. <laughs> there you go. Well said.
1: So, um, <clears throat> and I think when you start by kind of talking about it's an institution level, I think sometimes some people think, "Oh, it's just for college students. It's just right, for young." Right. So that's not the case at all. It, it, now I will ask: Is it, is it mostly tech? Is it all tech? It, it, you know, is it all different kinds of
2: startups?
0: Because you see way too much tech. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but everything you see is tech-based. So,
2: yeah, I mean, the the challenge on the on the tech front is. Uh, it comes down to a money issue, right? Mm-hmm. And so, if you're going to fund something, people want to fund something that's scalable. Yes, it, it's obviously easier to scale mm-hmm. tech than it is probably anything else. It's a sort of least capital intensive, and so that's where a lot of the money and attention, and it's often the things where you can make a big splash and yeah. and uh, and people get excited and sexy. And um, uh, but no, I think the idea was to to have sort of a to the extent we can have a broader mm-hmm. focus on entrepreneurship in general. I mean, that's I think that's why. You know, initially the well, still, but the cop chamber was very involved in in setting this up and making sure it happened, and um, and those kinds. Of, I mean, that's a very, very large chamber, um, and it's comprised of all kinds of businesses.
0: So, are you open to all types of startups? I mean, it's it's pretty much everything.
2: Yeah, I mean, we'll talk later about the curation work, but even that work is um, it's you know size and industry um, mm-hmm, agnostic. Mm-hmm. Like we, okay. we we don't, we don't care.
1: Now, uh, Tiffany, you have talked in the past about uh, a co-working space that you're at Cornerstone yes. Co-working, and how that's been great for mm-hmm. your business. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Mark, then I would ask the question of you: Is this is this more than a co-working space? And if so, h- how is it more than a co-working space?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely is. It definitely will become so. I mean, the, the our space open. Two three months ago. Okay. So we're we're just sort of getting. And rolling. that's
0: located in downtown Marietta. Yeah,
2: we're a block off the square. Okay. It's okay. a be- it's a beautiful place. Now I'm a history major, yeah, so yeah. I got to
1: ask: the institution is or the organization has been around for a while right. before it got into the space. Right. Was it just a dream? Was it on an campus? Thing? Was it?
2: Look, it's not easy to pull off. Um, how you uh, develop, organize, fund, mm-hmm. right? Something like this. Right. Um. And so they uh, look. They hired an an executive. What was it, at the time an executive director. Right. Um, and someone to be sort of her COO, and um, and that person worked their tail off and did amazing work. But it's you know did all of the startup stuff, right. know, all, all of the difficult things where where you beat your head against the wall and don't necessarily yeah. make it, <laughs> right. make all of the progress in the world. And so they opened a temporary space. Got it. Uh, in Kennesaw, sort of downtown Kennesaw, um, while they worked on this space. And then I you know I always have to mention Catherine, who's who is our COO um, for the last year, really ran it by herself and okay. and. You know, ran, ran a co working, developed and ran a co working space mm-hmm. while she worked on a new lease, gutted a new building, completely redesigned it and got it launched so that I could show up on the at the podium, like literally yeah. show up at the podium. <laughs>
0: Take I the got, credit. I got hired that morning
2: <laughs> <laughs> at the day of the grand opening and say, Yes, I welcome you all yes. to, my,
0: <laughs> to, my <location. laughs> to my dream,
2: <laughs> my vision. Yes, can you believe I pulled this off?
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. So now that you're in this new space, um, so now go back to the original question. Yeah. Um, just are, are there some additions as it grows to to more than just a co-working space?
2: Yeah, I mean, co-working spaces aren't co-working spaces anymore. I mean, that, mm-hmm. uh, um, that whole world is, you know, almost as commodified as, as Regis became, right? Uh, um, uh, co-working spaces are about community. The reason they worked, frankly, was that they were about community. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, and the ones that have have scaled that we works of the world, right. Um, part of what they figured out how to crack was the community part was how to facilitate and, and, um, uh, and make people bump into each other. So, yes. so that more things, not just, you know, I'm lonely or coffee shops too loud, but, but how do I, how do I bump into other people mm-hmm. that can help things happen for me that I can have things happen for them? Um, I
0: just said on the last episode, how I did three different business deals and different opportunities with people I met at my coworking space. Right.
2: So, And that's not a, you know, that's not an incubator. They don't have a, they don't have cohorts and mm. and programming per se. Explain
0: incubator for people listening that don't know what that is. Yeah, because you got to remember, uh, well, there's, there's people listening.
1: <laughs> that's right. Oh, sorry, I thought you were asking me. That's ahead, right. Martin.
2: Well, I don't. That's not wrong. Look, the definitions are um, are fairly liquid, depending on who you, who you happen to talk to. Um, in general, right, incubators, at least nowadays, are usually cohort-based, so they so they will attract a group of businesses that sort of go through some kind of programming together. Mm-hmm. It's not always true, but, but that's often true. And incubators generally play in the idea, you know, pre-revenue, pre-minimum viable product, all, you know, mm-hmm. that space usually. And accelerators are usually very thinly focused on a particular industry or kind of technology, and they're trying to find companies that are Mm-hmm. That are good, already, you know, are going to become big companies, but we want to shrink the amount of time when accelerate. We want to shrink mm-hmm. the amount of time between where they are now being successful and where they'll be once they've scaled and make that happen faster. And um, okay. and yet the most successful <clears throat> incubators and accelerators really nowadays are just vetting organizations, you know, are essentially stamps for investors to say, I know that it's gone through this program. This is mm-hmm. something I need to evaluate. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. Okay.
1: <clears throat> um, so... You've moved into this new space. You apparently got to walk in the morning of starting, stand in front of the podium, and take all the <laughs> adulation. Um,
2: so I le- saw
0: the the <laughs> press release, and I was impressed. And yeah. we talked together. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so I was holding the mic. That's all right. So that's what it comes down to. Whoever's exactly got the mic right. in front of everybody,
1: exactly right. So let me uh, so let me then ask you to brag on the space a little bit. Talk a little bit um, about Ignite HQ and and what people can expect. Where it's lo- exactly where it's located, all that good stuff.
2: Sure, we're at fifty-seven Waddell Street. That's exactly where it's located. Southeast. Like it. If you don't put southeast, you'll end up in the wrong place. It's uh, a block off the square. Look, I, I'm a, um, I'm a, a, a closet developer, right? Um, and so, new urbanism is a big deal for me. And I hadn't, I hadn't really. I've been in Alpharetta for fifteen years. Hadn't really been over to Marietta all that much um, until I toured the space when I was thinking about coming on board. Um, and Marietta Square is beautiful. It's mm-hmm. a, a wonderful example of sort of. That mix of of small town and yes. and new urbanism and um and we're just one block off of that, which is you know location for a space like this for any kind of collaborative space is important because part of what you want to facilitate is folks you know not not having the let's meet in some location where we're in the same place mm-hmm. and then go out to our cars and say are you going to drive I'm going to drive whatever yeah. and then and you know you can come have a a, a meeting in a gorgeous place uh, uh, with more tech than you know you you could shake a stick at and then walk outside and walk to the square and eat in a fancy restaurant together. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and look so bigger it's a,
0: than you are in the beginning right yeah, sure
2: <laughs> I like it
1: and is there uh, for those uh, small business owners for those startups um, for those people who are looking for space mm-hmm. and, and might be uh, appealing what's membership look like you know what you know talk through that process are
0: you whatever. automatically if you're a member are you automatically entered into the incubator? Part of it, or is that two separate things? You can be um, a member, or not. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. They'll, you can be a, a member without being part. And we we haven't launched the cohort incubator programming okay. yet. Um, we will at some point. We have a couple verticals that mm-hmm. we're that we'll work in. Um, we sort of have to develop those. You know, the economics for incubators mm-hmm. are rough, and I, I'm not interested in wasting anybody's money or time. So, um, uh, but yeah, so certainly we're open to the public where you can c- come have an office. I mean, the scariest the scariest thing you can do often one of the scariest things you do early in a business, particularly when you started making some money. Is to sign some big, yes. giant, long lease where you think I hey, gotta write this check every month. That's right. Um, and maybe I have to personally guarantee it. And to be able to go to a place that's uh, that's larger and fancier than anything you could afford, mm-hmm. it, you know, by, by putting your house on the line, um, and and be able to do that month to month for yeah. for next it's to nothing, brilliant. you know, is is very very useful. It's why the space in general has, you know, that's why co working in general part of why it's done so well. Um, so yeah, so we we it's a standard co working. So it's you know one hundred forty nine dollars a month for no lockable space up to lovely suites that are $2,000 a month. Oh, wow. I'm
1: going to do a free commercial for you. We've been talking about Ignite HQ uh, with Mark Hubbard, who uh, apparently got all the credit for it when he held the <laughs> microphone when it opened. Um, IgniteHQ.co is the website. You can go there and uh, check out more about it. Uh, they're, they're looking, obviously, open to members. Uh, there's also a little link there about being an advisor or a mentor. And mm-hmm. again, the best part, you know, collaboration and cohorts and um, I believe you might have used the word cohortive. Uh, so, I mean, just great stuff there.
2: I'll take it. <laughs> uh, I will from now on. If you
1: didn't, you will. Not, and that's free. You can have it again. So ignitehq.co, get more information about that. What a what a great space. What a great location. Um, so probably now, good little segue to kind of go into mm-hmm. Curate um, curate for Us. Uh, talk a little bit about that.
0: Is that your baby? Did uh, you
2: build that yeah, one? Yeah, so look, anytime you bring on the The curse of bringing in new leadership is that they come with the, the baggage of their of, of what they want to have happen. Mark has baggage. Let's yes. talk about your baggage, Mark. No, that's okay. We posted a photo online. You can go see how much baggage I'm carrying. Um, uh, I uh, unfortunately uh, i uh, I come from VC, private equity, institutional asset management. Um, been down here for 15 years, but most of the time. I've been down here. I was doing work in China.
0: You skimmed Um, over that. I I missed that. You came (laughs) from what again? (laughs)
2: From from VC. I I moved down here from New York about 15 years ago, and I've worked for places like... Deutsche Bank and okay. Mellon and um and sort of everything from institutional mm-hmm. asset management to to VC. I mean I happen to stance into a bunch of business in China mm-hmm. actually. He he said um, it in such a way yeah. either that he
1: really didn't want to focus <laughs> on it or he just assumed that we knew his lingo. Yeah. Now I well, do not VC lingo venture people capital, listening. Right. right. Yes, yeah.
2: so right. sorry. Venture capital is VC, mm-hmm. private equity is PE. Yep. Mm-hmm. Institutional asset management means Anytime you pull your money together and have somebody else run it for you is essentially some extension of that.
1: And so you moved from New York down here, and mm-hmm. for 15 years you were also helping with some businesses developing in China. Yeah, I
2: launched the yeah. first asset management, JV, launched my own private equity division there, um, but had been involved on the side in Atlanta over the mm-hmm. full 15 years in discussions around why our entrepreneurship environment was challenging. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and spent the last really, frankly, 10 years trying to figure out what I thought all the causes were. And, and what and do you
0: think the answer was? I know <laughs> it's not short, sure, but because there was some- <laughs> I heard you say that at one point that there was a big focus on real estate. Do you think that's why? Because all the investments went into real estate or?
2: <laughs> yeah. So I think there's two, two, two primary factors in, in my mind that I think most people, everybody I've talked to privately agrees with this. I think one is yes, uh, Atlanta is uh, an industry town, right? Like mm-hmm. DC or Hollywood or um, it's a real estate town. There's the all basically all of the serious money in Atlanta mm-hmm. has always gone to real estate. Mm-hmm. If you were an entrepreneur, you didn't start a, some other kind of company. You, yeah. just, you did real estate. Um and real estate people only do real estate. I mean, it's a very specific. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the example I, you know, a real estate person will not put $100,000 in the company because it's too risky. Right. But they'll personally guarantee $65 million with of loans. Yeah. <laughs> they can figure out the risk, yeah. I guess they think, and it's not the most liquid business in the world. Look, it's a leveraged business. So there's not a lot of free cash flow mm-hmm. sort of floating around anyway. And so there was never an ethos of that sort of personal investment in tech or things that are scalable or things that produce big exits, right? That help an ecosystem. That was one. And then the other side is <clears throat> so that's sort of the small investor side and the mm-hmm. entrepreneur side. What happens in the institutional side, right? The big, the big money, big pockets of money. You know, venture capital loves to pretend that it's you know a little you know libertarian utopia. But, it, but the truth is almost all of it's built on public money. The, the genesis of all of it are, are pension funds and large pots of capital that get you going. Uh, um, and for a long time, the state had a mandate against uh, against alternative investment. So, so, oh. so the you know, the pension system couldn't put money into venture capital for a lot of years. You can now, but couldn't then. Um, and so since nobody could come and get $50 million from the University of Georgia, mm-hmm. nobody came. Mm. And so we have a venture capital community, but it's a largely retail-focused community. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Venture capital community and it's wonderful and it makes huge contributions and but we didn't end up with sort of the giant West Coast yes. ecosystem that developed in, in Silicon Valley or New York or Boston mm-hmm. and did
1: those ecosystems develop because there were some large pensions that were able to
2: no no not purely I mean it's, it's complicated but, okay. but but but
0: but that ch- was not a law there was it? no okay. yeah no so that's no, no, yeah, one no, not one of course not
2: it just becomes a challenge because then it, even if you even if you develop a, a fund we have some great. What now we would call institutional investors here. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of them haven't really run much institutional money before, <clears throat> and now the venture capital industry is very sort of very institutionalized. You have to yeah. go through consultants, and um, and so uh, um, so just it just it, it meant that there wasn't quite as much money here to flow around to try to feed the ecosystem. Um, and when you don't have enough, look, it's all a system. It all goes right. back. It all sort of feeds off of itself um and and for me maybe because you know that's where I come from if I'm right. a hammer everything's a nail but that that was the that's what what caused the the biggest trouble
1: so curate for us is uh a lot more than just your baggage it is uh, it is an opportunity to uh it, it is a it is a funding source for startups is that it in a nutshell yeah look i, I think what i could read what i read yeah. in the article yeah that's right
2: <laughs> uh, look what I, I i feel like um it, it's really important to me that I, that I talk about the fact that this is not any kind of indictment on the local right, like Absolutely. investment community. Right. Absolutely, that there's all kinds of people doing amazing work, mm-hmm. and over the last five years, there's been huge growth. Uh, I mean, we've had some of you know we all know the names. We've had some large exits, and some folks have, have not decided to take that and just buy a thing on the lake and put a hundred thousand yeah. dollars in their backyard <laughs> a year, but they turn around and created communities and they're start like that's amazing work. You're not taking um, away from what they've done. No, no. and but, in fact, everything yeah. we do now will make all that stuff better.
1: And yes. as and as you've been thinking about this for the last 10 years it's also been kind of repairing itself in some ways and getting sure. yeah down, all, right? yeah all kinds, kinds of people clearly have clearly saying that a, d- yeah.
2: done incredible stuff i just feel like there's still a gap like if right. you're going to build a here's why if 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 if, if i want to build an ecosystem that's that creates a bunch of entrepreneurship um there's lots of like big hard things i'd like to have like i'd love to have a uh i'd love to have a university yeah. Well, that's really hard to build a university. Right. Um, I'd love to have good technology infrastructure. Boy, it'd be great if we could have r- low real estate costs. Boy, if I could have an airport nearby. If think logistics yeah. <laughs> could be something we could handle. Maybe a deep water port down the road. Um, and so when you look around Atlanta. Hey, Mark,
1: <laughs> wait a minute. I was doing a checklist as you were saying all those things. I think we have
2: them all here. Yeah, university's coming out of our ears. And you can't dig a hole without hitting fiber mm-hmm. <clears throat> or redundant power. Um, busiest airport in the world, deep water port. Um, <clears throat> so the gap between... What existed and what could exist, I think, was right. was the biggest yes. thing I wanted to address. Right.
1: So it's always been, it's, it's been getting better all the time, and, and but you, as someone who's done this for a long time, right. kind of went, we're sitting on a gold mine here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not that everybody should invest in gold, no. but um, so, uh, <laughs> so just a, just a quick, uh, we're, I'm going to take a breath uh, <laughs> and I'm going to remind everybody that you were listening to the Tiffany Krumen Show on uh, GwinnettBusinessRadioX.com or on the uh, podcast, uh, Tiffany Crewman Show. And uh, we have been speaking with Mark Hubbard, uh, who's with Ignite HQ and Curate for Us. And we've been speaking with him while enjoying a fantastic lunch delivered to us by com. Today, they brought us catering from Colette Caters, and uh, we've enjoyed some chicken and waffles. So my uh, So Tiffany and Mark have now finished having a nice big bite of chicken and waffles. No, and I didn't get any chicken and waffles. Like, well, you're going to get
2: some. It's there. It's right. You didn't take any chicken I've, and, I've, and waffles. I've, I've only the- had chicken and waffles once. My uh, daughter's frozen chicken nuggets. And my son had decided to eat waffles and neither of them finished. And I thought, what the heck. Trust me, this is, is going to be better. I, w- I would hope so.
1: <laughs> so uh, so uh, we've, we've uh, talked about Mark's baggage and we've talked about <sighs> Ignite HQ and, and Curate for Us. And so... So Tiffany, I'm going to let you. I'd take like the next to know question.
0: more about Curate for us. Really, I mean, I think there's so many entrepreneurs out there, especially ones that I know locally, who want to know how can I get this funding? What do I? What steps do I take? Um, right. You know, what do they do to reach yeah. you and try to get in the running for this?
2: Yeah. So the general thesis was, um, we need more active smart network capital that's not here. Like the mm-hmm. stuff that's here is great and doing great. Um, they're doing very very well, but but um, but the more activity, the more deals that get done, the better, right? It all mm-hmm. it all develops. The the challenge is if I'm a VC in New York or Boston or or Chicago, um, look, I got enough deal flow. It's a very very inefficient market, and I have enough deal flow to, within a mile of my office that I could be right. busy. I could take meetings constantly. Like I don't, you know, the big problem is trying to find that diamond oh. in the rough. How do I wade through all this? And the, I also know that the, that the stuff that comes out of Atlanta that's either shot by investment bankers mm-hmm. or is a no-brainer is just really good, you know, hot deals in the right market. Or the right Like, I'll find out about those, mm-hmm. and I'll get a chance out of them. And so, we see that happen. We see deals happen now. Um, uh, they get funded from the West Coast and from the Northeast. And, so,
0: are you that middle person? Are you the so, connector, the great connector between those investors and these people? Right.
2: So, the challenge for that investor is beyond those that I know I'm going to find out about, is it worth spending a million dollars to open an office in Atlanta and see if there's more? Yes. Okay. Um,
0: and you've done that.
2: And th- you know, it's well, not. you
0: did it, but you held the mic, right? And so that's
2: that's a that's a um, that's the the perfect opportunity, mm-hmm, right, for somebody mm-hmm. to say, "That's fine. I'll facilitate that. We'll we'll run that mm-hmm. whole. Th- we'll 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 curate deal flow for you. We'll do due diligence for you. We'll do oversight for you, so that the companies stay here. Okay. Um, we'll handle that piece of it. You don't have to go to that cost and expense. But the whole point to be more deals. I mean, I love it if. Over time, right? Everybody we worked with opened offices in Atlanta because they ended up with so much deal flow and so much activity. Yes. Uh, um, so that's the idea. Is how, how do we activate a community of money that's not all that you know, mm-hmm. not all that uh, um, excited at the moment to be activated beyond what they already do? Um, and so that's what we do. And and um, and so like um, like you've seen, it, it's about three and a half billion right now. Um, I'd mm-hmm. like to get it to ten. Yeah before long um but and it's look it's across the board so that's fa- family offices uh small venture capital funds large private equity funds um, and so therefore it is you know size and industry and deal agnostic like where it's across the board uh, um,
0: that's what you've brought in in potential investments yes. or is that okay so that is not there for the taking but that is basically yeah. Yeah, I didn't going launch a, to be
2: I didn't launch a fund what look I I that the normal route would be particularly in Atlanta mm-hmm. <laughs> is I feel like there's a gap I'm going to launch a fund I'll, I'll raise a 25 million dollar fund, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we tend to do in, in in Atlanta. Um that would it would that would meet need. I mean, it's not like it's a bad thing. It's good good yeah. work. And thankful for everybody that goes through the, how difficult that is to make that happen. Um but but no, I I didn't I, um
0: it wasn't large enough.
2: Look, I I, I uh, ecosystems all all of the like if you read Brad Feld's book on on building startup ecosystems and startup communities. They thrive when people are willing to do things what I call that are leaky, right? That that um you, you can you can say to yourself, I'm only going to create the value that I can capture and a lot of people do that okay. right And particularly in a place where there's not a lot of competition, mm-hmm. a lot of people mm-hmm. will do that because you don't get stomped by yeah. the rest. like you can't really do that in New York. The rest of them I don't know how big you are. Mm-hmm. the rest of the market will stomp you. It's not as big of a challenge to do that here, right? And yet, the way things get bigger and thrive and grow is if people are willing to do things that are leaky, that, that create all kinds of value that they can't capture. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, look, this is creating lots of value yeah. that, I can't, that I can't capture. It's creating other kinds of value that I care about. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, you know, I would assert that probably I'll be okay if we do this well.
1: <laughs> I'm going to ask you an incredibly open-ended question. Uh, so you can take it wherever you want to go. I don't know. Yeah,
0: with that voice, I don't think he's going to have <laughs> a problem with it. He'll make it sound good, even if the answers.
1: <laughs> well, so so I want you to speak to the um, to the entrepreneur. Uh, I want you to speak to the the person who is out there going. Uh, they just heard three and a half billion, <laughs> and they stopped listening. And ah!
0: that's too big for me. Yeah,
1: right. Or or how do I you know, Uh, I just got to call this guy. That's all I need to to Yes. So give some advice Mm. to, and and I'll let you decide where the person is that you're giving advice to on their, on their journey, but give some good practical advice to some of our small business owners listening who could really benefit Mm -hmm. from a relationship, could really benefit from, from working with curate for us, how to uh, prepare themselves before they come walking in your door or send out
0: an email. Yes.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I look, I don't care that they prepare themselves. It's not that kind of a, it's Good. for us. Good. I mean, it's not. It's not that kind of a business. And the and the best way, really, the only way to get to us, um, is not to call me. It's to go to the website. It's to go to uh, curate So okay. an Elegant solution to the fact that there are no URLs anymore. I love um, it. Um, is to, to go to curate for us and there's you know a form on there to get connected to us. We'll obviously get to know much more about you over time, but um, but it's a way to sort of get connected and, and get into the system and get started. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, advice in in general. Look, I, 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 we're trying to increase, uh, um, as everybody is, right? The, the, the quality and the level of pitches and companies and opportunities, and right. If you pitch to bad money, the pitches get worse. Mm-hmm. If you pitch to really good money, the pitches get better. Um, the more deals get done, the fewer deals get done. The few, fewer deals there are, it's not a great deal for looking to go someplace with no money. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more deals that get funded, the more good deals there are. And look, the work of the people that, that any one of us could name <clears throat> around the table, which I don't want to because I don't want to leave anybody out, um, that's happened in Atlanta over the last proves that. I, I mean, everybody will say now, oh, we've got. It seems like we've got much better deal flow than we had five years ago. We've got much better deal flow because we've got amazing investors now involved in a way that they haven't been able to be in the past, demanding a lot of companies, demanding a lot of the pitches. Um and making them all better. I mean, one of the curses, you know, Atlanta's strengths can also be its curses. The fact that the real estate is low, you know, the real estate values—it's mm-hmm. easy and cheap to live here, right? Mm-hmm. Means that often pitches don't. Companies that that would love to improve, don't improve and don't die because they can sort of live on forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, the more that's demanded of you in a pitch, the better you make your company. Um, focus on your company, make it better, and good deals will get funded when there's capital available for it. So all we're trying to do is to feed that piece of the of the equation. So, so your
1: advice is just start reaching out. Just start talking. And and the more you do it, the better you'll get. Is
0: that pitch something you help perfect? I mean, is it, do they come to you? Some people are going to come to you a little more raw than others. So yeah. is that something you're cleaning up before you go to investors? Or are you looking for, what kind of level yeah. of companies are you looking for?
2: Yeah, again, like I said, because we're representing sort of a broad swath of investment mm-hmm. capital, um, which is unusual. I mean, we're not, I'm not making the investments So it's not, uh, um, whether whether it's an angel right? angels mm-hmm. tend to fund things that they've done before where or they can have value and it. they know about it and their hearts in it and they have connections there and they know people in the industry. Um, institutional capital is mandated legally to invest in a very specific, often very, very narrow mm-hmm. ra- range of companies at particular mm-hmm. sizes and stages. And um, what well, we represent sort of that broad community. So, so, um, so, you don't need to be at so any it particular anything, stage, basically. right? It, it could lit- literally be anything. And so, the best thing to do is to, to come to us, get in get in the system and let us start mm-hmm. talking to you. Um, we are looking to curate, and really, frankly, on both sides, but but particularly at the moment on the deal flow side. You know, I, we're not creating a searchable database. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, you know. We okay, work- break
0: that down when you say we're looking to curate. <laughs> break that down for our listeners so they know what you mean So, like
2: it. I said, when I talk to a fund in Chicago, Mm -hmm. right, that would love to put a bunch of money to work in Atlanta and just hasn't had enough visibility over the past couple of years in in deal flow to get it done. You know, hadn't enough resources, wasn't worth spending the money, hasn't been able to make that happen yet. You know, you don't come and engage with us and then I say, here's a database for that guy to search through and try to find somebody. Like, I don't, I don't, nobody needs that. They can go to AngelList, they can go to other things. And I'm not suggesting you do this as a a replacement for anything else. I mean, you, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you certainly know. Yep, yep. If if you got to go to the extent of getting yourself on TV, <laughs> go go do it. <laughs> he right. says
0: that like it's worst case scenario, which it kind of is. But. <laughs>
2: well, it's just sorry. It's yeah. one. The, I would think it's one of the harder yeah, things you, could, you you could do. It's Put hard. Put yourself out there. It's harder to get on TV probably than it is mm-hmm. to find some you know wealthy person to talk to. But so. what's
0: happened is I hate to say it, but Shark Tank's almost dumbed down this process, and so they're making people think that it's just a, like you said an yeah. email to you or befriending and, you, and they don't realize that this is not your money. This is money that's available that, through your program, but it's going to take. A lot of work. I won't.
1: I I I like the phrase "dumbed down." I'm thinking they've turned it into entertainment. Yeah. And so it's everybody, all the good parts, right? I, yeah. Right.
0: They didn't know that Barbara did two months of due diligence even on me in the beginning, right. and now she probably does two years. They even. don't.
1: They don't know that you, to you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They, they <laughs> After mine,
1: right? (laughs) Uh, They they don't know that you you were interviewed for forty five minutes. Yeah, for a seven minute segment on the show, right? right? They don't. I mean,
0: and some of those pitches go. Some of the larger multi million dollar pitches go for hours, right?
1: Because they think, oh, I'm just going to show up and we're going to be seven minutes, and they're going to say. So I I was sitting here thinking that you know, for small business owners, one thing they can kind of relate to is the concept of networking. I mean, we we started with Ignite HQ and and one and. It's it, their cohorts, and there's a lot of networking that goes on in a great uh, co-working space. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all small business owners, no matter where their office is, that networking helps their business. And and to me, it seems like curating is the best. Networkers are the one who take who connect people, and what you're doing is you're connecting entrepreneur. You're connecting businesses with capital. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not, oh, if you need capital for, you know, equipment, oh, if you need a loan from your bank, you are talking institutional private equity, that kind of stuff. I mean, that's, that's basically what you're going to do. So here's my other mm-hmm. uh, ignorant question. You're not a nonprofit. So, yes. so how, ha- do how are you paid for your yeah, services?
2: Yeah, yeah we, we are. Ignite is a nonprofit. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. Ignite right. Is. Yeah. Ignite's a 501c3. Well, I take it back. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but curate ha, what? What's yeah, in it for? Curate?
2: Yeah, nothing at the moment. Okay. Uh, um, there is no business model associated with it at the moment. I mean, uh, um, this was an opportunity to you to have this platform right with a lot mm-hmm. of good, good stakeholders who cared about this kind of work. <clears throat> uh, um to allow this to to get started. Um, but it is, no, there is no, like I said, it's, it's about as leaky as something can get. So it is oh, truly oh. relationship building. And I'm really just trying to get deals. So if someone doesn't it. come
0: in and say, I want to do this deal. And you say, well, okay, I get 25% if you yeah. get the investment. It doesn't yeah. work that way. This no, is, and we're not charging, you're growing this. we're something. not
2: charging the investors e- either. Wow. T- and I don't use, the other thing we don't do is, that I, I don't use their name. I, I don't, this yeah. is not a, it's not a marketing ploy. Uh-huh. It's not i um, I'm trying to connect smart network capital oh, to, to, to good deals. And that's, that's it. And, and, this and look, has, we do that really well. Everything gets better. Uh, yes. we'll, we'll be fine. <laughs> I'll I'll be fine. Uh, um This has come out yeah, of definitely.
1: This is this is the best businesses, the best the best things that happen in a capitalistic market is when in, someone sees a need mm-hmm. and they work about solving that need. Yeah. You saw a need and curate for us is is meeting that need.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And what you said is true. Look, everything Gosh, almost everything in business is proximity, right? That's yeah. what networking is—basically building building proximity. That's certainly true in investment. Um, I mean, you know that what you'll hear VC say all the time is, uh, "How do I? How, do, how does somebody get to me? Or they got to have a referral from somebody I know or somebody I've invested yeah. in." Or, that's just proximity. So mm-hmm. all we're trying to do is is build in proximity. We're trying to give a, a additional opportunities mm-hmm. of proximity, whether that's through the space and you join. As a co-working member, and you're in mm-hmm. proximity with with other businesses and the broader community and the university mm-hmm. system, mm-hmm. or whether it's through something like this where you may get connected to a very large investor and in that's other what part I was going to
0: ask. There, there are two separate initiatives, but it wouldn't hurt to be a part of Ignite HQ because then you're going to be around these people that are kind of breaking down barriers.
2: Yeah, no, part I of it. yeah, I, absolutely wouldn't wouldn't hurt to it never hurts to inc- increase your proximity to opportunity.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, so far. Since you've held that mic, I keep going back to that, but yeah. since you held the mic at the podium, what have been some of the challenges that uh, either Ignite HQ or Curate uh, for us? What are some of the challenges you guys are facing?
2: Look, so Ignite HQ is a, is essentially, although it's been around a little while, it's a startup, right? Uh, um, and it's a, you know, we're in a, we're in a funny spot because we're trying to build something that's sort of institutional level, right, that makes that kind of value creation. I mean, that's the point is that it makes that kind of value creation um, with startup capital. Mm-hmm. right which is a uh without the kind of money right no, nobody's writing me a 30 million dollar check right <laughs> to to do this so how do you with three staff people right and a uh-huh. and a fancy office <clears throat> and connections right how, how do you how do you try to build value into the system
0: I think that's so important to stop and hear that because People assume they hear, like you said, the $3.5 billion, and they get dollar signs in their eyes right. and they're thinking, well, Mark's filthy rich. That's their assumption. You know well, what I that's, mean? That's a whole well, other. Issue. <laughs> maybe he is, but <laughs> wow. this is a whole separate company. He's put all his money in right.
1: real estate, by the way. <laughs> that's
0: right. Yes, by the way. <laughs> that he like said to... earlier was doing well in Atlanta.
2: Yes, um, so. <laughs> <that's the term. laughs>
0: huh. I couldn't resist. I couldn't
2: that's, resist. That was too easy. That's fair.
1: No, but going back to your point. Yes. I mean, uh, again, there are people who heard $3.5 billion Mm -hmm. and just stopped and Mm -hmm. immediately gone to the website and just think, Oh, all I got to do is just, and this goes back to the series of, of shows that we've done. And Mm -hmm. you've talked about bringing a product to market. And I know, uh, you know, I asked Mark the question about, you know, what, what can a small business owner do? And, and I like his answer of just bring a pitch because in some ways it's different from the answers you've given. And Mm -hmm. some of your guests have given, Mm -hmm. Hey, the more prepared you are, the better you are. But I do like his point of the more you try to connect with deals and the more pitches mm-hmm. you make, the better you'll do. So yeah, practice makes perfect. Yeah, because they may catch something
0: early on that's phenomenal and Correct. actually be able to build it the right way versus Correct. us messing it up. So.
1: And, and you've said, as you've talked about your experience, you've said, you know, this isn't the only way. Yeah. This is just what I've experienced right. and what I've learned from my experiences. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I, I like that. It's, it's fantastic.
2: Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the... You know, people will ask me those kinds of trade offs all the time. And I don't, they're not trade offs. And the truth is if you're trying to start a business, <laughs> particularly if you're trying to something start something that you'd like to become, you know, of size, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, I don't the answer to any should I is yes. Like I don't know. Yeah, you should you should do that. Like you should <laughs> you should pitch every chance you get and you should be as prepared you as you could possibly be. Right. And you should build as much value into your company as you possibly can. And you should think about raising around that's bigger <laughs> than, and you should think about taking just enough to like, you know, you should do all of
0: it. And you should not rent an office space. You no, should do that. That's co- right. <laughs>
2: Which is what makes it so hard. I mean, right. that's part of why it's so psychologically difficult well, because I, you have to, you really just have to be willing to do all of it.
1: I, I, I can't share all the details, but a, a small story from my business life. Um, I, it, when I started the first company that I started with in order to find new clients Their biggest piece of advice was get out there. And I literally, in this day and age, in some respects, I went door to door, both in businesses and residential. And every time I would tell people that, how could you do that? Oh, that's terrible. What what are you doing? That's got to be awful. And And I came up with this line. It's incredibly inefficient. But it was incredibly effective because what I did was have a lot of conversations with a lot of people. Yeah. And guess what happened? Proximity. And yeah. then out of pro- – because I'm going to steal that from you. No, you can have stop. cohorting from mm-hmm. me, but uh, – cohortive, I believe. <laughs> right. But I'll take proximity yeah, you. can take you. the thing
2: that's not actually a word. <laughs> and, Thanks a lot for that. And the pro- fair <laughs> and fair trade. That <laughs> fair trade on that the one. Prox-
1: it was a good pitch. Yeah. The proximity <laughs> for me created business and it created yeah. clients. So, I mean, yeah. that, that
2: absolutely so – it- so you just happened across two, if you talk to any techie, right, you happen across two what have become central tenants of the whole technology industry, which are one like lean startup methodology, mm-hmm. which means engage as early as possible with customers and don't worry about shipping, quote unquote, shipping stuff that's not done and iterate quickly. And that's all you were doing, right? Mm-hmm. And the other would be like Paul Graham's, I don't know if he originated, but um, the idea of in order to do something that you'd like to scale, um, do things that are not scalable. Mm. So you know, there's no way to scale you knocking on doors and meeting people. But uh, but that's the kind of iterative iter- process that gives you the kind of data that you need to be able to build something that's successful that if you took it away, people would scream about that then can scale.
1: Man, you know what I love about your show, Tiffany, and why I'm so blessed that you let me co-host. I, I We have these guests on and we get to a point where I'm going, I guess we need to wrap up the show. But I realize. We could keep talking for about yeah. two hours and not even come close to exhausting. I'd so, like to
0: have him on again. Well, I mean, that's I'd up to
1: you. It's your show.
0: Yeah. If okay? he'll come back out all uh, the way out here.
1: <laughs> but uh, and and if we make sure he gets lunch on his way yes. out, okay. So we've got to make sure he takes chicken and waffles with him. Um. So I'm going to ask him one more question. I want if you got any other questions you want to ask. You think about them now. Okay. okay. There we go. We're okay. we're doing our show. <laughs> We're Doing our show sheet right, on, right right on top of <laughs> cool. everybody. All right, so um, we, you have covered a ton of grounds, both on Ignite HQ and also Curate for us. Uh, so I'm going to ask again one last open-ended question. Hmm. Hopefully not too much ignorance, but is there anything that we didn't ask you that we would be remiss if you didn't get a chance to kind of mention? And if you say no, then I'm going to go. Man, that was a great interview. So, <laughs> uh, but if, if there's anything well, we miss, I want to give you the opportunity to certainly say that
2: no okay <laughs> no I mean I, I do I but I do again look I I I, feel I uh, Two look two things that maybe for some people would seem opposed can be true at the same moment and so I, I do think there are huge sort of vast large gaping holes mm-hmm. in the ecosystem here and at the same time I think that there there has been incredible work done and people yeah. doing really amazing stuff um, who are very smart and make very good decisions and have contributed um, far beyond probably ten years ago what we thought was even possible uh, um so I, I don't want those to be set against each other. Yes. It,
1: it, it, they, they're not set against each other because you explained yourself very clearly. And so therefore, because that's what you think and that's what you've observed, that creates a gap. Mm-hmm. And so you have tried to – you are stepping – you are doing your part to step in that gap. Yes. And so um, – uh, you know, that's why you would encourage people who are looking for a good co working space I, I, and more than that in, in Marietta, go to ignitehq.co
2: and dot, learn more. Yes, dot uh, co. Dot co. I just put the money into escrow to buy dot com. <laughs> there you go. From somebody in <laughs> Australia.
1: <laughs> There's another gap. It's and, like $14, uh, and, then, <laughs> and then curate for uh, C U R A T E F O R dot US. I believe also the number four would work, I think you said. I, maybe? I bought a
2: whole bunch of them and directed them. So curate curate number four us dot com. Nice. I don't Go try to make a mistake with it and, and, like and see if you get to us. A...
1: And then t- and then find the right one and tell him you made a mistake and he'll correct <laughs> right. it. And
0: submit on his website. Go, you go. for it. Like yeah. yeah. I said, you can't go wrong.
1: Pitch some things. Pitch Please some
0: don't things. stalk him, though. <laughs> I just got to say that. I've been stalking. on Shark Tank. I know. Yeah, that. I, know. It... I
1: can imagine. Um, so, Tiffany, did you have any other questions? No, or did...
0: I don't. I think we... he covered everything. He made me feel very stupid, very oh, <laughs> lost no. in the business world. <laughs> awesome. Some of his terms <laughs> well, are like flying over well, my head.
1: I learned a lot of things that I didn't know. Yeah, me too. Now what's funny is you you've been in VC and and venture capital and all that kind of stuff. I I heard a lot of hedging on a lot of comments that you made and I went, well he's dealt with <laughs> compliance, I can tell. Back Be careful board, of the things you say and make sure so very carefully worded and very well done. Um so uh, so we're going to encourage all of our listeners uh, uh, to definitely check out Ignite HQ uh, and, and also find out more about Curate for us. And so, Mark Hubbard, thank you very much
2: for being thank on the show Thank you. Thanks today. for the opportunity. Absolutely. Does this yeah, mean you're out? Are you out or are you in? How, that's, is this yeah. supposed to end with one of those? <laughs> <Did
0: he? laughs> We made it very clear that you're not investing in people's companies, so we better not even say that or they're going to well, hear the man. tail end and go, Mark.
1: As far as getting to Ignite HQ, I'm in. I'm yeah. all in. All right. I definitely want to come and check out And we've got to come space. see it. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Very Maybe great. you
0: have an event and we come do a live show there. Yeah, come There'll do
1: people. a show. I yeah. love it. I love it. Oh, we've been invited. There we go. Yeah. So he's in to having us. That's yeah, right. I'm, I'm we am in ourselves to, go to his place. So. All right. I'm yeah. in. <laughs> All right, so we've we've had all the friendlies, and we've we've uh, we've decided whether we're in or out. So uh, I, I just want to remind everybody that uh, you've been listening to the Tiffany Crewman show. Uh, you can go to tiffanycrewman's dot com, find out about all the things that she's doing. You can also follow Tiffany on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, you know, other social media platforms that I have no idea about. Um, and uh, you can also listen to uh, the Tiffany Crewman show. Uh, get to her show through GwinnettBusinessRadioX.com. You can go to your podcast service. Uh, and download the show. Just search The Tiffany Crewman Show. So uh, we want to thank our guests one more time, Mark Hubbard, for being here for Tiffany, for Trey and Mike uh, helping run the show and make us sound good. And one last thank you to you.com for bringing us a great lunch from Colette Caters. This is Stephen Julian saying we'll see you here next time on The Tiffany Crewman Show.